0: Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. I am your host Medusa Asad. I'm here to give you a general reading for tonight. Keep in mind this is a general reading so it may or may not resonate with you okay and this is timeless. I could be pulling energies from the past, present, or future so just take it however it resonates only if it resonates okay. If you're interested to see what the universe has in store for us tonight then definitely stay tuned. All right, so we're coming out the gates here with Chiron, right? Chiron deals with healing, right? Um, so uh, yeah, healing, growth, personal development— isn't that all? Isn't it what we all want, right? You may have heard some noise in the background. I do apologize, right? Um, but anyways, yeah, um, isn't it all? Isn't that what it's all about—personal growth, right? Every single day, striving for personal growth, you know. And so, uh, yeah, like, dealing with our issues, right, like, our shame, like, our trauma, okay, uh, I feel like, you know, it's, it's all about, it's all about, I think the superpower, right, is the personal growth and personal empowerment, right, um, like, just think about how you would feel, like, when you feel, like, empowered, right, you kind of feel, unstoppable, invincible, kind of like you're like Superman or Superwoman. Right. And so, uh, I feel like a lot of times that's our personal power when we're like, you know, fully charged and, you know, not to say that, uh, like there's a, a start and then a finish, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's, it's an ongoing process. Right. And like, we strive to just, uh, accumulate as much personal empowerment as we can. And I think one of the ways to do that is to, um, you know, one way to like gain, um, some personal empowerment points, right. Is to, uh, is healing, right. Healing and just striving to grow and, you know, receive personal, uh, development, right. We also have here the sixth house, which talks about the craft, not the movie. (laughs) Um, It's more so like, uh, like things that we do, right? So we would say personal development, right? Growth, right? Healing and all that stuff like that. The sixth house would be a way to do it, right? A way to get those things accomplished, right? Um, a method in, like, a method as to how to kind of like, um, achieve those goals, right? So I feel like, you know, for some, this could be, you know, just like, um, well, you know, we were talking about the word contribution, you know, yesterday, right? Um, and so, although it was more so as a collective, right? Or just like multiple people, right? This could also be like, contribution to yourself, you know, like, what am I contributing, uh, in my life, uh, for myself that is either healing or hurting me? You know what I'm saying? And like one of the conversations that I had today, uh, not to say that this is specifically what we were talking about, but just seeing these two cards together, it's kind of put me in the mind of like, when you realize that one of the things that you or I crave or we crave, right? You know, think of it as like the body, right? And how the body needs like certain nutrient like nutrients and vitamins and all that stuff like that. So when a person is, you know, deficient in vitamin C, right? Um or vitamin D or, you know, uh, what is that thing? B twelve, right? Um they you'll find yourself like uh, craving certain things, right? And because we don't really, we're not in tune with ourselves, we don't know ourselves well enough to identify the said craving, you know, we just take it as an overall craving, right? We don't know exactly what we're craving for, right? Or maybe we do, but we just don't know the exact extent to that craving, right? So it's like I'm hungry. I'm craving something. I'm craving sweets, right? But knowing yourself well enough to know exactly which particular sweet, right? Are you craving, you know, chocolate, right? And then you find yourself like at the 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 uh, gas station, right? L- just you know, picking up like a bunch of chocolate, right? Or are you craving a kind of sweets that it that will fulfill you, right? Um, in regards to like healthier things, right? So like uh, strawberries, you know, I think that's good with with vitamin C, you know, blueberries, those kinds of things, right? And so we kind of look for that quick fix or just easy um, answer kind of thing, right? And now we, and we know like a lot of the things that are, a lot of the condiments that's being sold at like, you know, the gas stations and all that stuff like that, it's like high fructose corn syrup, right? Like the chocolate is not real chocolate, right? It's like all these kinds of like chemicals and stuff like that, that doesn't necessarily satisfy the true, true cravings of that sweetness, right? It's just more so, it's just, it kind of acts as like a, you know, it's just there to like get you full, you know what I'm saying? And so not to say like, you know, like Reese's Pieces, uh, and Reese's and like, um, you know, Kit Cats, my kid calls it Kitty Cats, um, and all those other stuff are not good, right? But they're, they're definitely not good <laughs> for the body, right? As far as like, um, it being able to supplement, uh, or supply your body with the, true nutrient, tree- true nutrients that it needs. Right. Um, it just, it gives you, it's like sugar, right. It gives you like that sugar hat, which is technically a drug. Right. Um, and so, yeah. And so the, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm heading, okay. Just give me a second because <laughs> now i was about to go somewhere else with this. And so, um, yeah. And so like, it's, it's really just trying to, it's, it's like when you have these cravings or whatever like that, right? So say for instance, we crave like, um, companionship or just crave like just wanting to be held and stuff like that. It's like getting to that core issue in regards to like, what exactly is it? Right. And being honest with ourselves, right. Cause this is a part of the healing process. Like we can't necessarily heal the proper way that we need to heal if we're trying to fake the funk every step of the way. Right. So we need to be honest with ourselves and, you know, in order for us to get the true answers that we need, right? So that we can uncover the things that we need to uncover. So if it's like, oh, you know, you, you find that the fact that you need to be held or something like that is because there's like some kind of vulnerability or there's this need to be touched, right? There's this need for physical touch. Why is that the case? You know, like, um, you know, and then you kind of go through these little, like, um, these, uh, these side journeys, and, and, and let it kind of like lead you to where it needs to go in order for you to find that hidden thing, right? Um, so you can identify what that is. Um, I was going down the bridge in regards to excess, right? Because I was talking about sugar and I was going <laughs> to have like a, a little side note when, it talk, when I talk about like excess, right? In regards to like when you have too much intake of sugar, right? then it results to like high blood pressure and all that stuff like that. Because one of the things that I talked about in the conversation was like, when we do things in excess, right, um, it's it's like a, too much of a good thing is not necessarily really great. And I use the example of like cannabis and stuff like that, although it's great, you know, for health, for certain health benefits and stuff like that, right? But when you're uh, getting the supplies from like different like places and it's not, it's not real. Like it's, it's more so like a little bit more chemically based and it's not like natural or whatever. And then like you, you hear this thing, like if, if you do it too much, then it kind of like eats away at the brain and stuff like that. Now I wouldn't know. Right. Because I, that's not my forte. Right. But I've heard that people who do that, you know, like it kind of like, uh, slows down their motor skills and all that stuff like that. And, but I've also heard on the flip side, right? Like it helps really, um, calm the mind, right? Because it's like our mind can be so loquacious sometimes that it kind of gets in the way of us being able to get into our creative flow. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So it's like for, for some, it can also be like, uh, in order to like in some kind of way, shape, or form, we may feel like we're trying to heal or whatever the case may be, but, like, it could be in excess, right? So it's like you're excessively working out or you're excessively uh, pouring, you know, your attention and all that stuff like that, like giving your life or devoting your life to something, whether that may be work or, you know, spirituality or whatever the case may be that is kind of like uh, taking you away from, you know, you really just feel getting the proper healing that you need. Right. Um, you know, it's like a, a lot of times, uh, and, and it's just based off of my experience, you know, a lot of time I've held, I've heard elderly people blame the devil for the things that have happened. Right. But it's like, no, it's not necessarily like the devil. It's, it's more so either it was you or if it, it it was someone else. You know what I'm saying? And blaming an external entity, right? An invisible external entity kind of like takes away from the accountability that needs to be had. Um, uh, the, the responsibility that needs to be had when you can just give it, you know, cast it to the ethers instead of casting it to an individual. Right. Um, and it, it it's kind of in, in a lot of ways, like it's not necessarily really a, a, Solid, you know, kind of healing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh no, the devil made this man, you know, be appropriate to this young lady or whatever the case may be. It's like, no, actually, that man, you know, took it upon himself, right? Because we all have a power of choice and he decided to act appropriately uh, to this young lady and then therefore traumatize this young lady and then therefore. She goes, you know, throughout her life, projecting a certain kind of, of, of reality, you know? And so it's like, really, it's, 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 it's it's all about healing here. And it's like being more balanced here. When we talk about the six, the six is definitely about balance, right? Uh, I feel like, let's see. Sorry about that. Um, when I think about the six, I think about peace and, and sacrifice, what are we willing to sacrifice, right? In order to, to receive the peace that we need to, to receive, right? Um, six is a very creative kind of number, right? And so, um, I feel like when we talk about six, right, um, we're talking about like, creation of some sort. Now this might not be for everybody, right? Like people might think of six and they might think of 666, right? The devil's number, right? Um, but you know, just it's, it's, it's whatever you, you know, want it to be. Right. But I don't, I don't think of it necessarily as like, you know, a bad thing, you know? When we think about, like, the sixth, you know, we think about the sixth chakra, that's the third eye, right? And so, um, yeah. Anyways, let's go. We also have here Aquarius. Okay, so Aquarius, right? And we also have the ninth house. Okay. Whew. So I feel like, I feel like with this Aquarius is definitely this, energy of future right is definitely this energy of creating something here is definitely an energy of 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 feeling free right and this definitely for the sake of you know just human life right so the support of human life right Um, I feel like, you know, when we think about the Aquarius and if this is not an individual person, right, this could be, you know, more so along the lines or in the spirit of wanting a change of something of some sort, whether that may be the need to want to detach ourselves from things that we may have been, you know, constantly you know, attached to and carrying for so long, right? Like, um, for instance, the spirit of laziness, right? Or the energetic, the energy orb, right? Or blob of laziness. It just follows you everywhere. It just follows us everywhere, right? And it's just like, oh my gosh, when is there going to be a time where I'm just not going to be lazy and I'm just going to take myself and my future seriously. And I'm just going to, you know, take the steps that is needed in order for me to be able to create a a a life or you know, yeah, a life for me that it's more freeing of laziness, right? Um I feel like also do with this Aquarius, it is this energy of wanting to try something new, trying some new things. Okay. Um I feel like I feel like, but then again, there is a kind of, of, of energy that kind of fights it, you know, it kind of fights it. So it's like, it's like, there is a a kind of like, when you're not in a space of certainty, there is this space of rebellion, right? Um, Where it's just like, even if you wanted to do something, right, someone or yourself or something just kind of gets in the way, you know what I'm saying? This could be You know, in order for you to heal from, or for us to heal from one situation in order to get into something else, right? What am I saying? In order for us to detach from one thing and and, and get into something else, we need to first heal said situation, right? Like, and, and what's putting me in the mind here in regards to this is, I just started playing Animal Crossing a couple of days ago. And I realized that in order for me to obtain, you know, different objects, right, in order... Say, for instance, I'm waiting on my ladder. <laughs> and um, I've I, I been constantly going to Tom Nook to ask, what should I do? Because I'm thinking that maybe he will, add, he will give me my DIY recipe for the ladder. And it hasn't happened. I've realized, after doing some research, because I was getting really impatient that it takes five days, right? Um, in order for you to do that, but not even just the fact that it takes five days, what happens is it's a process, right? So of course you have to do certain things first, right? You have to complete certain goals first in order for you to obtain the ladder, right? And so I have to deal with bladders blathers, and open up his museum, you know, and then I have to deal with Timmy and Tommy or something like those twins. Right. And I have to help build their, their shop. Right. And then have the ceremony. And then after that, then it'll, then the algorithm or whatever, right. How the game works is once you're able to trigger that, then it's able to trigger the next level, which is okay. Then, you know, Tom Nook will say, all right, I want to create more houses so that we can have more visitors. And then that's when you'll get the letter. Right, That's when he'll give you the recipe because he gives you a book of like D-R-A-Y recipes and all that stuff like that. And then you get the latter, right? And so it's like in this situation, although I'm talking about it in the sense of like playing a video game, right? Maybe the steps that needs to be taken before a certain thing is established or given, right? Is the healing, Right? And so we got to do this, 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 this in order for us to get this, right? And so, um, yeah, let's see here. Yeah, and, and, and what comes to mind as well is, you know, uh, in order for you to, to say, for instance, you know, um... I feel like he could do that nowadays. Um, let me see. All right. So in order for you to, uh, become a teacher or a police officer or a principal or, you know, a president or whatever, there's like steps, right? You have to go through certain initiations, right? Um, in order for you to be able to do that, right? You have to go through certain schools. You have to obtain certain knowledge, right? You have to get a certain degree, a certificate. You know, you got to get all these things first, right? In order for you to obtain, uh, certain situ- certain, certain things, right? Um, let's see here. Let's see. We're going to move this over and then we're going to head on over to the literary, which is Oracle deck. Okay. And you want to, you know, you want to, you want to know what's really interesting. Six and nine, I, I think I said this before and you know, old uh, old, like, um, episode, um, where I, there was a time where I used to see six and nine all the time. And when I had looked it up, um, it had something to do with, um, it was, I don't know if there was the something of, it was like Solomon's temple or something like that. It was like a six pointed star masculine and feminine energies, right? So, um, I'm, I'm just thinking about like how to me it, it really just comes across as like, um, uh, I, it's like, um, when opposites become one, right? So I think, is it called Solomon's temple? I'm not really sure. um, Okay, actually, no, 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 that was, uh, that's the five-pointed star with the masculine and feminine. Yeah, that's the five-pointed star. What I actually, it's the six-pointed star, so I'm thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, because when I was looking up the number six, and it's, like I said before, it was, like, a really long time ago, and it was talking about the seal of Solomon or, like, the star of David, so depending on which, you know, which religion or whatever which sector, uh, you would read and under, uh, it has different meanings for it. So for the seal of Solomon, I think it was just, I think it was supposedly about like how King Solomon or something like that was gifted a ring from God. And, um, it allowed him to, uh, it was like, um, like there were like seals written in there, um, that had certain commands for like uh, for, uh, evil spirits and like, you know, like good spirits. So like people would wear the ring for protection, right? Like, like you could wear it, you know, to ward off negative, um, entities or summon, uh, uh good, kind, uh, positive, um, you know, spirits to help aid, right? In certain, um, fields or situations or whatever the case may be. But, um, in regards to the six-pointed star, I, it, it was talking about how, I think I seen where it's, like, in the, it was, like, in the middle, it was, like, there was, like, the fourth chakra, which represented love, and then, um, on, and then, wait, wait, wait hang on a second, but I thought, no, nah, yeah, yeah, okay. So, the top was the spiritual body, okay, the, um the, then it was like from, uh, left to right, the left side was the etheric body. And then the right side was the astral body. Um, then like the, from left to right, the bottom points was the emotional body and then the mental body. And so, um, I feel like it's, it, 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 to me, like it comes across as like, um, when you are, you kind of like ascend from the the five senses of the physical body, right? So you kind of ascend from that five, right? Which is what we usually are. We're like kind of like locked in to our five senses and that's what locks us into the physical realm, right? And then we kind of like ascend, right? So then we get into that spiritual body where it starts, where it has like the uh, third eye, you know, crown chakra, those kind of areas, right? And so, um, the etheric body and the astral body, like that's just more so like spiritual base and all that stuff like that, right? So, cause yeah, when you talk about that, it's like, yeah. But, um, I feel like, you know, in the center, like it just talks about the heart, the heart, the, the, uh, heart chakra, right? Now, in the Mary L. Terrell deck, right, uh, she talks, well, the guidebook, she talks about the heart being the center of our universe, right? This is the portal to get, to get, to tap in, to get access to our, you know, to our inner world, right? So this will be our own personal inner world. So me um, playing the Animal Crossing, right? in a sense, it's me kind of building my my own personal world, right? My own astral, you know, world, right? Um, It could be whatever I decide to uh, create it to be, right? And so um, I would think that in order for me to be able to uh, get access to that level, right? Now, I'm not necessarily sure because I just got a couple of days ago. I would think that I would have to go through certain... I have to complete certain missions, right? Certain levels first in order for me to have that free play. But even even with these sins, like I think you can, you kind of have access to like free play, right? But you would, in order for you to get access to all the things, so you able to, you're able to unlock all the stuff, like different houses the way it can be built right uh you know different clothes right different hairstyles all that stuff like that you have to uh complete certain like all the missions right and so i feel like if we were to like kind of like bring this back down right because when we talk about the six is like us transcending from hu- our physical body our our humanity right and then when we talk about the nine the nine is 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 definitely that number of like um like the nine is definitely spiritual, right? It's it's definitely up there, like with the ethers and spirit and source or whatever the case may be, right? I I, I feel like when when yeah even like collective consciousness because I think I I read somewhere where there was like like in like when when I was reading about the number nine it was like pulling ideas from the, from the, the, from source or from collective consciousness and bringing it down to the physical. Right. And so I feel like in order for us to be able to have access, right, we would have to do certain things that in in a lot of ways kind of locks us, uh, from being able to tap into that. Right. And so some certain, certain things like we were, were we talking about sacrifice? like certain things we have to like, um, you know, kind of do in order to unlock those levels. Right. And so I feel like a lot of times when we're not healed, when we're not, you know, in our right body in a sense, right. And I mean like in our right body, meaning like not think things like external things don't necessarily like influence you that way. Right. So, um, or, or experiences don't, no longer, uh, hold us back or, or blind us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of need to kind of like see things for what it really is and not feel like we're being blinded by, you know, certain experiences or certain like, uh, perceptions and all that stuff like that. Like, so for instance, if a person is Christian, right, they're not going to be open to, you know, certain things as say like spirituality or the occult and all that stuff like that. Like, when I was younger and I would go to, like, the bookstore and stuff like that, I didn't necessarily think to look up books about astrology, right? I, I kind of sort of just got hip to it um, as of recently, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like these things are not unlocked in my in my consciousness, right? Um, although it's there, right? But it doesn't exist or it didn't exist at that time until you start to unlock your mind to certain new uh, ideas and stuff like that. And then you start to realize like, oh, wow, this book has been here forever. And I just never, I never really looked into it, right? When you, even with the Bible, right? Um, A lot of times we we see the Bible there, but if you're not someone who reads the Bible, you wouldn't know what some of the scriptures and all that stuff like that uh, says, right? Unless someone tells you, but even then, like, it doesn't necessarily... Uh, feel real until you actually read it yourself, right? You uncover it yourself, right? And so, um, you know, yeah, okay. (laughs) That's what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say here is like, um, you know, and it's connecting a bridge. That's what I, what I feel like. There's like a bridge that you want to feel, uh, you want to connect and whether that bridge is, in regards to spirituality, in regards to consciousness, expansion of consciousness, right? And enlightenment of some sort. Now this could be spiritual base, right? So if you want to, uh, get enlightenment, um, in regards to like healing the, in uh, clearing and, 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 and the five chakras and yoga and, you know, all that stuff like that, right? Becoming woke, all those things like that, right? It, it's like, it's like unlocking levels, right? Like you, you know, it, it it's, 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 an awareness of some sort that just becomes, that becomes, that slowly becomes awakening, right? And then, you know, if it's more so like on a human kind of thing, it's like, um, in order for you to, uh, obtain a certain thing, right? We must learn certain things in order for us to achieve the said thing that we want to obtain, right? Um, you, you, a person is not going to just let you become a doctor right? No, you have to go to school for that. You have to be tested on certain things. You have to show that you have certain knowledge that was acquired, right? Um, in order for you to be entrusted with a doctor's license or a doctrine license, right? And so, um, yeah, this is pretty much what I'm getting here in regards to this, right? It's like uh, something that wants to be obtained here, acquired here, but it's like steps that, that ha- kind of has to like act as like actual steps that, you know, uh, connects you as like, it's like a bridge. Right. Um, and so, um, yeah, I'll say one more example, then I'll just let it go. Like, it's like, um, when you're, even if you were to construct a bridge to get from, you know, uh, Brooklyn to Manhattan or whatever the case may be. Right. I think they use the, it was the Verrazano bridge or something like that, that connects the two islands. Well, it's one big island. What am I talking about? But in order for you to get from Brooklyn to Manhattan, I would know because I've, I've, I've had to do that where I took, had to take a train or take the, you know, the uh the the, yeah, the train would be on the <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> Anyways, in order for you to be able to build the bridge, you would need the materials. You know what I'm saying? In order for you to have materials, you would need to acquire them, obtain them. You know what I'm saying? And so there are steps that needs to be taken in order for you to, uh, and, and work that needs to be applied in order for you to like reach a certain point, the next point or the next destination or the next goal. You know what I'm saying? And this could be the steps that are, that needs to be taken is healing. Right. Um, Yeah. I want to say one more example, but I feel like at this point I'm pushing it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sorry for the confusion. I, I really have to get back into like, you know, looking up certain things, reading up and stuff like that. Um, because I, 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 it's so crazy. I literally, I used to see six and nine all the time, you know, and they used to be like, what the heck? Okay. So here we have volcano, okay, we have volcano and I feel like when I'm thinking about volcano to me, it kind of comes across right now, what comes to mind is like a ticking time bomb, right? So so someone is like a ticking clock, right? It's like you kind of, someone wound you up and then within a matter of time, like something can erupt, right? Um, this could literally also mean like an alarm clock of some sort. This could also mean like an explosion of some sort. You know, um, when I think about this volcano situation, you know, a lot of times I think about it first and foremost, like spiritual base, and then I kind of try my best to like break it down into a more like human kind of experience, right? But to me, it really just comes across as, like, an enlightenment of some sort, a awareness of some sort, a a mind-blowing of some sort, right? Um, I feel like it's also, to me, it does come across as, like, um, for some, it can be anger, like I said earlier. And then it can also mean, like, um, reaching a tip, the tip of something here is where all that, 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 um that, that, that lava, right, is, right? And to me, I'm thinking about it, you know, in regards to like fire, right? So when we talk about fire, we talk about like passion, we talk about, you know, just, you know, that chaos energy, right? That, that, that energy of like, um, Something that requires a lot of care and balance, right? Because when we talk about fire, like it can maintain life, but it can also destroy it, right? There's life inside fire. I always bring back, bring it back to the avatar and how there's like this misconception in regards to like fire and what it actually means, right? A lot of times we think of it immediately as something that is to be feared and because it's destructive and it burns you and all that stuff like that, Right? But if I'm not mistaken, I think in order for things to actually be created, right, it, it like, I think it was like, uh, it first there was like lava or whatever, right? Even when like a volcano erupts and, you know, um, you know, the, 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 the magma or the, like the lava and all that stuff like that, like goes onto the, the earth and stuff like that. And like, you know burns everything in its path, right? Once the fire dies, you know, like it, it replenishes the soil, you know, and in science, you know, they talk about how within the earth's core, there's fire, right? So if that is the case, I wouldn't know. I've never, you know, dug down there, <laughs> right? To, to see this for myself, but we are li- if, if that, it would be cont- if that is actually the case, then it's like, we're literally on top of, you know, we're being like, it's, it with it's what helps sustain this, this structure of the earth plane is this lava. Right. And so you know, to me, this could, on a more human kind of thing, it can be this energy of being misunderstood, right? Um, And it could be because of a temper, right? It could be because you may be perceived as someone who's like a hothead or, you know, someone who's destructive. You know, I'm thinking about like being in school and how teachers kind of sort of ignore and, and kind of like pretend like a child who has that kind of of of, of perception right or or, or um st- uh, stigma or whatever that's attached to them you know the teachers kind of ignore them and not really pay much mind and then they also tell they tell the students you know not to to deal with this person or ignore this person they they're usually the ones that are constantly being sent to the principal's office or they're like sat alone, you know, in their individual desk away from, you know, the collective students, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like, if, if a person really just try to understand, you know, uh, a person's, you know, true intent, right. And, 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 and maybe even behind those layers, right. You kind of can see like, okay, like, this person is just misunderstood i misunderstood or I mischaracterized this person or misjudged this person and uh it's it's not necessarily really the case right and uh not to say not to put it completely on this, the teachers right a lot of times uh a, a teacher uh may have a clean slate about their students right may i say right and it only takes for a child to kind of act a certain way right? To give them kind of like, um, you know, evidence to back up their theory in regards to how they perceive a student, right? Or label a student, right? And so, um, I feel like this could be also to this energy of being misunderstood. Um, it may have been a case like for a really, for a while, right? Um, and, um, it may, it may be something that could be following us for, some time, you know, uh, and it's just someone just being tired of being misunderstood, right? Someone's just tired of, you know, um, of, uh, being mislabeled and like, you know, being judged, right? When really like the heart wants, uh, someone to just really just see them for who they truly are. Right. But in order for us to not be in that state of victimhood, we have to then ask ourselves, what are we, how are we contributing to this said label, right? Like, what are we doing? So it kind of goes back to this, this energy in the beginning where it's just like, what, what am I doing in order to help, you know, uh, stereotype me or label me, right? Or, or, or cast judgment upon me, right? Um, this is where, the healing takes place right or is needed in order for, and the truth needs to to happen right so that we can take accountability for our actions and then we can get the change or invoke the changes that we you know want for ourselves right um and so uh yeah yeah cuz it, it definitely can be a, 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 a the case right where it's just like you know I don't want to be I don't want to be, I don't know why this is coming. Right. But, um, the, the thing that came to my mind is I don't want to be a hoe no more. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Um, it, 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 and it could just also to be like, I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't want to be that person anymore. I, I want to change. Right. And I want to create a world where, you know, that change can happen. Right. That change can be created. Right. Um, it's getting, it's, it's this feeling of wanting to have a clean slate, right? But we can't necessarily have a clean slate without us cleaning up ourselves, right? It's like the saying, you know, that I've heard in movies, you can't take dashiki out, you can take dashiki out the hood, but you can't take the hood out dashiki. Now, that was from Don't Be a Minister Society While Drinking Juice in the Hood, um, <laughs> a Wayne's uh, production. And so it's like, you know, um, you can sit here and, and, and think that you are escaping one situation by running into another, but these things still follow you, right? Because it's still within you. It, be- it becomes a part of you because remember, in order for us to be within a situ, uh, within a space or within an environment, we have to adapt to it in order for us to, for, for the, just for the sake of survival, Right. Um, but then when we go from another place to another place, right, we still kind of have that, that environment mindset, right? Um, and so we would need to then personally, like with, for, within, for ourselves, we need to heal, right, uh, ourselves, our inner selves, our inner world, right? So that we can be able to, uh, maneuver and, 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 and thrive in our, you know, new environment. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, let's see here. Let's get it. Let's get an archetype card. Okay. So we have two here. We have advocate and angel, all right? So advocate, light attributes is, inspires you to put passion into action, okay? Um, compassion, sorry. So it inspires you to put compassion into action. So yeah, there goes that like, um, like when I was, I don't know, yeah, I don't think I, yeah, I think I said sacrifice with that six, but I, you know, six can also mean compassion, right? Um, I feel like. Okay. Hang on. Let me finish reading this. So shadow attributes, it says embracing negative causes or committing to causes for personal pain. Okay. So, okay. 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 Inspires you to put compassion into action. So yeah, I feel like it's this energy of really just wanting to turn a new leaf. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So it is definitely making sense now because I was thinking to myself, why did I have to, why did I feel the need to talk about the seal of Solomon? Um, to me, it comes across as wanting to create a change, right? So say for instance, you kind of had like a rough past, right? And there's this need to kind of like burn it, burn it all down to the ground and, and, and rebuild, right? Uh, Usher in a new life, right? A, A change, right? Now, the thing is, it's like and a lot of times when they, when, when it's like a person decides that they don't want to be a part of like a, a specific kind of lifestyle in the movie, and then they want to change their lives. Right. But it, 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 just can't help. It can't, it doesn't, it just can't help but follow. Right. So Derek, I talk about him in, in my previous episodes in Save the Last Dance, right. Where like, um, he got into some trouble when he was young. Right. Um, with Malachi. And then, you know, he had a rude awakening, right? And then he decided that he was going to change. He started to apply himself in school, right? Um, and he got into Georgetown. Um, I forgot what the, I mean, it it could be a doctor. I think he was going to be a pediatrician or something like that, right? Anyways, so he got into like a school or whatever the case may be. And so he had changed, Right. But his friend Malachi, right, or Kai, right, he w- wasn't changing. He was still the same, uh, low down, dirty, and grimy. And the only reason why I say that is because Pedro um, <laughs> Starr, who plays Malachi, uh, he's in a he he is a part of a group called Onyx, and he has a song. They well, they have a, a song where they talk about low down, dirty, and grimy, or something like that. Right. But anyways, I'm getting off track. It's like the, it, that nature or that environment or that, that, that world, right. That sure that, that Derek was leaving, just was following him. I mean, it was his best friend, you know, um, they went to the same school, you know? And so he felt in a lot of ways, like, because, you know, Malachi took the rap for, for Derek, he felt, the need to be there for Malachi, right? Because if it wasn't for Malachi, he would have gotten in trouble, right? And so he felt, in a sense, indebted to this person, right? So that's why he decides, you know, with you know, also too, because he was going through some things with Sarah. But he felt the need to get in the car with Malachi uh, in order to do what they was going to do, right? Um, and then also too, he felt like he had to prove something, I guess, you know, I would think like if, if, if I'm, if I'm saying I don't want to do something and then you got the leader of your friends group, right. Trying to tell you like, yo, like, are you going to do this or you, or are you not like, are you my boy or you not my boy? Are you going to rock with me? or are you okay? I'm just bringing the cringe. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's that kind of thing where it's just like, you know, like, I mean, dang, you ain't gotta do that. Like, so if I don't go, I'm not your friend no more, right? Like, does that discredit me for all the, the things I've done in my past? You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make me less of a man or or less of a, a, of a woman if I don't decide to do what you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you kind of get stuck in that, uh, that thing of having to prove f- your loyalty or your love or, or your, you know, whatever, you know? But anyways, so the whole thing, the reason why I felt the need to mention the Seal of Solomon and not the Star of David, right, is because with the Seal of Solomon, remember, it talks about a specific ring that was engraved by God and given to uh, King Solomon. I think that's his name. And that was to help to invoke, uh, certain, uh, spirits or whatever the case may be. Now you can use it to invoke evil spirits, or you can use it to invoke good spirits, right? And so not to say you have to go get your, a ring of Solomon, right? Because it was just more so a tool. That's all that it was. The ring or the seal of Solomon is just a tool just like how you can use crystals as a tool to, um, allow positive energy to flow or into dispel negative energy, right? You can use crystals for whatever it is that you want to use it for, right? You know, there's crystals, clear quartz crystals in computers. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's crystals is tech is, is, is high tech stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, to me, it comes across as creating some kind of a tool of some sort in order for you to um, ward off the negative energy, right? To to keep it at bay, right? So that you can can you can do the the transformation, right? That you need to to do, right? And I say this because we have angel as the second card, right? And so um, light attributes it says helping those in need with no expectation of return. Okay, shadow attributes acting innocent or angelic to mislead others, falsely claiming to be in touch with angelic guidance. Okay. So I feel like I'm not really getting anything from this card. I'm, I'm really just getting this, uh, this, this need to, uh, create or summon positive entities or positive energy. Right. Um, in order to kind of like protect you. Right. Not to say that there's like some boogeyman i'm I'm not I, I you know, however it resonates for you, but it can really just for me like i it, it's all up to your own personal imagination, right um the cool thing I was about to say something. let me see. The cool thing about the sixth, you know, is that the sixth house, right? It, it comes, it's really, to me, it comes across as like a ritual of some sort, you know? Like, I feel like there needs to be a daily mantra or a daily ritual, right? That can kind of tap into The whole, um, you know, how, how can I even say this without, I don't mean to sound kind of crazy, but it's like, oh, I mean, listen, I feel like what, what, when it comes down to the, the imagination of some sort, right? It's like create, if you believe that you can create your own reality, right, just by thought alone right? Just by intent alone. I feel like then you believe in the concept of creating spells, right? Or casting spells, protective spells. So for instance, for me, I have a protective spell around my house and I've done certain things in order to, to do that, right? You know, like they have like protective, uh, crystals, you know, that, you know, that onyx, wow, really interesting. Onyx crystal, you know, hematite crystal, you know, these kinds of things to kind of help to like dispel negative energy, keep negative energy at bay, that kind of stuff, right? Negative um, entities, right? Because uh, people can be negative, right? And so it's just to, to, to ward them off, right? And then the ultimate uh, spell, like I was saying before, right? When you don't think of it, it kind of sort of doesn't exist, right? So, of course, the person exists now, but the first person I've ever had a crush on, right, he exists in my reality now because I'm bringing him up, right? But for the past years and years and years, he he didn't exist in my life. I forgot all about him right? It's as if he never, it never occurred, right? And so think about it like that. Sometimes having to ignore certain situations or ignore certain people, that's the magic, right? That's the magic or that's the spell work, right? That, that, that causes this person to poof, you know, be gone, right? And so I, yeah, let's get into the tarot. Let's get into the tarot. Okay. So we have the two of wands here. Okay. To me, this comes across as a standstill. It comes across as really just deep in thought, right? To me, it's like it can, it can either go, it can go either way. All right. So we have the four of swords here in the hanged man. Okay. Yeah. Deep in thought about uh, a couple of things here. Um, this is definitely, we have the hangman here. So, you know, I like to think of the hangman as, you know, uh, just more, something more personal, personal self-evaluation here, especially here with this four swords here. But I do feel like it can be also to, um, oh wow. It could be an excellent person, but I don't know. I feel like it's just more so an individual. I feel like the... I'm getting, it's like two cars are sleeping, right? Two clo- two, two cars have their eyes shut. So it's like, uh, eyes wide shut or something like that. Okay. So that, that could be where we were talking about that astral, etheric bodies, right? So this could be something here, um, in regards to just, um, astral dynamics. Okay. Um, I think I heard someone, I think I heard Lucid Livin before, um, talk about how you can, like, you kind of sort of create your reality in the astral world first, and then it kind of trickles down to the, uh, 3D. I'm not sure if that is this. I've never tried that before, but maybe this is, this could be something that you're into. Okay. Um, you know, and I've also heard like in regards to like the astral world, right? Like how the, it is. A world outside just above right this uh world. I think either that is considered the upside down or Earth is considered the upside down. So either we're in the upside down or hell or whatever the case may be, and then the astral world is like kind of like a level up from that, right? Um let's see here. Yeah, and then you can, you can actually create worlds in the astral world. Um and I think, you know, to me, it comes across as dreams as well. I've had talks a couple of times about how, like, you can kind of, like, once you get more um, connected within the dream realm, more conscious within the dream world, you can kind of, you can kind of start creating um, the, the, the the kind of dream or the, the outcome of the dream that you would want to create. Like there were times where I literally said to myself, I don't feel like being shot today. No, thank you. (laughs) Right. And then I jumped worlds, right. Or I jumped scenarios, right. Um, there were times where I was flying and I became aware of flying. There were times where I was in a dream. I didn't like the way the dream was. I kind of sort of woke up just a teensy tiny little bit. Then I jumped back into the world and I decided to, uh, take action and said things, right. Um, Yeah, it comes across as like a, it kind of comes across as like a world above the actual world here. You know, and a lot of times they talk about our dreams, you know, that's how our higher selves, right, or our subconscious mind or whatever can relay messages to us. So you can be receiving certain uh, certain dream scenarios, right? Because it's trying to uh, relay messages to you, right? So there's this need to kind of like like be still or be attentive in those states, right? So that you can kind of get the messages that you need to 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 receive here. The challenge here is the seven of pentacles. It it can it kind of comes across as like um. I don't want to the only way I know how to say this, um, and it's, it's only because that's just how it's been said to me in my life. And I don't want to offend anybody, but the word stuck on stupid, you know, kind of is the case, right? Um, I feel like, you know, and usually when someone says like stuck on stupid, it just kind of means, uh, where a person is just like not, Uh, able to uh, assess a situation because they're kind of like, you know, not there, right? They're not aware, right? So it's like a person is asleep when they need to be woke, right? And I'm not saying literally, it's just more so when a person is not conscious, right? They're asleep. They're like sleeper cells, right? That's what people say, right? And then when a person is woke, right? or conscious, they're considered woke, the woke folk. Right. And so I feel like that is a challenge. Like someone is not necessarily, they're not aware of, uh, of some kind of message. Right. Okay. And so it kind of leaves them in that space of really just not knowing what to do, how to move, if they should move, if they shouldn't. Right. And so it can also too mean like, you're not in that space where you can kind of, um, be intuitive in that way. You know, like you let's see, we overcome this here with the King of Cups. Definitely someone who is heavily intuitive, um, and, uh, emotionally stable. So one of the things I was listening to, um, uh, Brother Panic, I was going over some of his old videos and then one of the things he was saying, I wish I could have listened I was kind of having to hear him and then hear my kids at the same time. But I think one of the things that, if I, if I can remember, he was talking about the emotions and how, uh, man, I forgot. But Bobby Hammett was doing a, he was, he was, uh, channeling messages from someone. I forgot who he was and it was to, in order to make a packet And, uh, it was, uh, dang it. I wish I knew it was called, but it was something about the moors and something to do with the chakras. And he was talking about how, um, he was talking about how he was, he brought something up about the emotions when a person is emotionally unstable or just really in their emotions, right? A lot of times they can be highly, um, influenced to do certain things right, um, or manipulated into doing certain things, right, or they can be, it can act as a kind of a blindfold, right, um, and, and, and as a, as a, as a, what do you call it, as a, um, what do you call it, as a, um, hindrance, or I guess you could say, right, So I feel like we overcome this. We have the King of Cups, right? It's someone who is able to solve certain things when they're, when they are emotionally stable, they're emotionally sound, right? Um, Because when we talk about the King of Cups, they have, they're the type of people that have to solve certain problems, right? Come up with certain solutions. And if they come up with certain solutions that are emotionally based, right, it can be... Affected, whether that may be from a bias standpoint, right? Or from an imbalanced standpoint, right? Or from a manipulated standpoint, right? So a king is not, is not a true king or a good king, right? When they can be, uh, they can easily be pulled by their heartstrings. So anybody can kind of like give them, you know, uh, fin- they, anybody can finesse him or her, right? If they can just tell you a good sob story, right? And so, really, it's it's about having to be level-headed, right? So level-headed, I'm also thinking about you know the third eye chakra. So in order to be level-headed, is having to stand on your, sh- you know, like standing level-headed. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm getting here. Like. Cause with with that with the 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 star right, it was talking about at, at on the top right on the shoulders is the etheric body and the astral body and then on top right, which what could be essentially considered the head or whatever the case may be. If you think about it, if you put it against a body, right, it's it's that head, right. So someone needs so someone needs to be level headed here, right? Um, out of their emotions, right. And in order for that to take place, there needs to be Healing of the emotions. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where the the powers come from. That's where the that superpowers come from. I was saying, like, from earlier, right? Five of Cups, Eight of Wands. Yeah. Five of Wands. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Sheesh. Five of Swords. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, okay. <laughs> this makes sense. This makes sense. Be careful of the company you keep. Be careful, be careful, be careful. There, There's some troubling times right now, okay? And uh, to me, it screams conflict, 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 right? But we have the Eight of Wands here, which causes you to kind of gain that superpowers right so you think about superman and he has that the flying the ability to fly right to me it comes across as really having to rise above or be level-headed in order for you to kind of like soar above the situation and that's where we got the astral thing here (laughs) because you know you can't fly on the physical plane right but you can fly in the astral world (laughs) So someone kind of sort of needs to fly above a a very human situation, (laughs) right? And so um, someone needs to, like, elevate. Okay, now this is all starting to make (laughs) sense. Oh, my goodness. Something really uh, is starting to make sense here. Okay, there goes those those angel uh, wings. Someone needs angel wings right now. But because we can't fly, right, how do we do this on a human level, right? Really, it's it's having to, once again, be able to solve the issue from the position of the King of Cups. So someone who is emotionally sound, someone who isn't emotionally, um, uh, uh, someone who's, who isn't able to be uh, emotionally tricked, you know what I'm saying? And so... I feel like, you know, uh, definitely be mindful of how you're communicating to people, what you're saying, right? In group settings, right? Maybe opting out of certain situations, but here's the sticky part because, um, silence is also an issue, right? Um... Uh, what is that word where they say when a person is silent is also complacency is is I think what I'm trying to say here so it's really um being the mature one here within this situation right because at the end of the day I, uh, I would rather be respected from a situation right rather than um you know uh going about the situation trying to be liked because in a lot of ways like you you can't be liked by or 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 it, it, it's, just, it's just not you know the odds are kind of like stacked up right like so it's it's bound to kind of like you know come back or at least in this situation kind of like bite you bite you. Right. So it's like, if you're trying to, if you're in, in a conversation or something like that with someone and in order for you to appease this person in the conversation, then you're like, oh yeah, of, of course. Like he's like, he's terrible. Like she's terrible. And you know, yeah, she is very lazy. Yes. She lies all the time and she really needs to do that. Right. And then the person goes and then have that conversation with someone else. And then that person, you know, goes back and tell the person that you guys were gossiping about. Right. Oh. And then the, when the person comes back, but you said such as tell her. Tell her where she sat when you were talking to me. And then you're just like, yes, I did say that, but no, 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 no. Like, you know, it's like, no, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really just having to, to be calculative, you know, um, when, when you're dealing with that, because even in this case where a person can, uh, emotionally, emotionally manipulate you or trigger you, right? They can sit here and say, well, he or she said this about you and da, 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 and then you're just like, oh, oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, this that and da, da 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 right. And then that comes back around, right? And there's like, oh, well, you said this about me, and you're just like I mean, yes, I said that, but in that moment I was upset because she said that you or he said that you said that about me. And it's just like it's just not it's just not, you know. So there's this need to kind of rise above this situation right just just not even even if you feel like you have no other choice but to deal with this kind of environment right it's just like you know just try your best to maneuver through it so that it, it's it's not dragging you down right and so um yeah whoo. the past three of swords okay yeah there goes that chatty patty stuff right so three of swords high priestess okay uh seven of cups. Okay. So to me, it, it, this whole situation comes across as like your intuition. Yeah. That's the issue. Yep. Okay. So remember when I was saying like, there's like a disconnect or whatever the case may be. Like, it's like, you kind of like that energy of like feeling stuck on stupid where you're just not being able to translate the messages that your higher self is trying to give you. Right we have the high priestess here. And so to me, that really comes across as like, um, say for instance, you're trying to understand a situation, right? And then you decide to pull cars on it and then you get a specific kind of interpretation, but it's based off of like what your ego wants you or your emotions wants you to, you know, um, perceive, right? So say it's like, oh, there's like this meme that that goes around this tarot uh, meme where it's just like oh but she said he's gonna come back and then like you know it's it it, and then it says yeah to get his stuff right it's like you completely missed the message or you misread the message you probably misread a text you probably misread something here and it was just like you know you thought you kind of knew what the situation was but it was just like it could have been interpreted interpreted you know all kinds of ways or different kinds of ways, but like you kind of choose chosen, especially if you were like emotional, you, you probably could have chosen a certain situation where it kind of caused you to kind of like, uh, misconstrue what a person was trying to say. Right. I just feel like with this three of swords, it's just communication that was just completely just not, you know, um, it just comes across as like, uh, conflict of some sort. Right. It just really was the conversation was just like, not, it wasn't like, uh, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right. And so, um, I feel like with the high priestess here, it's, it's really understanding that maybe this is like a, an occurring kind of situation, right? Maybe this is to kind of like, let you know, like, Hey, like you need to be more in tune with, uh, the, the, the etherical, uh, messagings or, like, if a person isn't, like, say, for instance, if a person is, um, in a room, like, you're in a room or something like that, and, like, you're, a person is not comfortable or doesn't feel like being in this setting anymore, and so they kind of want to give you kind of messages or whatever the case may be, but it's, like, you're completely misunderstanding their gestures, and so you interpret it as, like, them, like, just, you know, still engaging in that, uh, scenery. Right. And then when you leave the area, it's like, I was trying to tell you, let's go. <laughs> and then you, was, and then you probably, Oh, I thought you said, Hey ho, you know, like what? No, that's not what I said. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it, 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 that's pretty much what I'm getting here. It's just like confusion with the seven of cups. It's just confusion. Right. So let's see here. We have the, uh, and this could be confusion in regards to just an an external person or just confusion within your own own personal self. Remember, I was saying like you can pull cards and your higher self is trying to give you a message and you just, you know, miss, you confuse the message, right? So I feel like, okay, so on this side, this is the flip side of the hard side. So everything in here is red in the reverse. So we have the nine of pentacles here and then we have the chariot. Okay, so I feel like when it comes down to this whole situation, something that needs to be worked upon, right, is, is really, uh, to me, it, it can be, it, it comes across as like being comfortable in our own skin, you know what I'm saying? Like when we're comfortable in the skin that we're in, you know, we can move mountains. We can, you know, we can move forward. We can conquer things. You know what I'm saying? We can progress, you know what I'm saying? But when we're not, when we're not comfortable in our skin or comfortable within our lives, we participate in certain things that are dead, are, that kind of reflects on our insecurities, right? So, you know, for instance, engaging in in acts of jealousy, right? So if this is like gossiping or just being petty for petty sake, right? We, we tend to do these kinds of things because we're trying to hide our, you know, we're hiding behind or jealousy is hiding behind us. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to outright, no one outright wants to say, I am jealous of you, Right? And so this is why I sit and talk smack about you. This is why I, you know, wish that, you know, wish upon your downfall. This is why I scroll past your pictures and I don't ever like them, right? Um, This is, this is why I never comment on any of your stuff or share any of your stuff. You know, stuff like that, right? It's because it's like, I, I'm low-key jealous, right? But it's not like, oh, I'm jealous of you, right? That's just how we kind of interpret it, right? But it could also mean, you know, that you kind of show me, right, where I'm not applying the work that I need to imply and apply in order for me to progress in life, right? And so, you know, we may we look at a person who is doing what we want to do but we choose not to. And so we we look at it from the lens of jealousy, right? Instead of coming from a place of higher perspective, right? A place of level-headedness, a place of not being in our emotions, right? it's, it, we can see it as, oh, okay, I see what, what, what this is, like, you're, like, she's just showing, or he's just showing me how much I need to feel, it's, like, in, instead of interpreting it as jealousy, interpret it as inspiration, you know what I'm saying, and so, uh, yeah, let's see here, um, and also, too, like, you know, it it could be this, this feeling when you're not comfortable in your own skin. So you participate and you indulge in certain things that where you should be, where you should be smart about it. Right. So instead of you, you know, uh, finding ways out of certain situations, you kind of succumb to those situations. Right. And you allow these, uh, these problems to kind of set up shop, right. You know, in, in your life. Instead of just saying, like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, I know that this is not needed. I don't need to sit here and talk bad or, you know, be petty or, you know, start quarrels and arguments and, and have attitudes and have disdain for certain situations, right? When we're completely confident and just, you know aware of ourselves and our potential and all that stuff like that, we don't, we don't necessarily have to feel the need to feel inferior or intimidated by others. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, we can all live cohesively, you know, uh, in this world, you know, there's enough room for all of us, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So yeah. Um, the heart space, what is wanted here? Okay. So six of swords. Yes. Queen of cups. Of course. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's this, it's this need to want to, for some, it could be wanting to move away from someone who can be, you know, technically not necessarily all that great, right? Not, it's like not really, to me, it comes across as not having a good influence on you, Or you and the kids, right? It's kind of one of, to me, I'm getting the vibes right now at this particular time. It's like someone wanting to kind of like go in and kind of like take the kids and like, you know, move them into a, into a better environment, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. I was going to say something else, but really it it, it does kind of come across as like, yeah, okay, we just, we're just not gonna, we're just not gonna do this. So we're just gonna, yeah, honey, sweetie, get your teddy bear. Get your stuff. No, we'll no. The movers will come and pick it up. Don't worry about it. Just get in the car. <laughs> that kind of thing, right? So like, yes, yes, they have playgrounds where we're gonna go to. Yes, yes, they have a really good school. Yes, of course, of course, you can still come and see mommy or daddy or who or whoever or grandma or auntie. Like you can come see them on the weekends. But you know, it's it, it'll you'll be where you're going. It'll be fun. <laughs> it's like that kind of thing, right? To me, with this Queen of Cups, I don't know. I don't like the way she's looking at me. She kind of comes across as a little bit of a drunkard. Um, And she can be drunk in love with someone else, right? And then you know what happens when a person is drunk in love with someone else. They just, they tend to ignore the children. It becomes about the, you know, the man or the woman, right? And then, you know, if the man and the woman don't necessarily find kinship with the children, you know, they could, you know, have bad, you know, just like not nice thoughts or say nice things to the children or treat them fairly and so usually it's like um, they kind of take their side right instead of like taking the uh the kid's side right so that's where it's yeah because like a lot of cases where it's just like children tell their biological parent like what's going on with the stepmom or stepdad and then like they want to ignore right because they just want to be drunk in love and peace like, leave me alone, let me keep my man, right? Like, or my, or my lady, right? Like, you know, you just don't want to see me happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he loves me. It's like that kind of thing, right? Um, yeah, I'm just getting Like, this is, yeah, it, it really is just coming across as really having to shield yourself from a negative influence, right? And this, this need to kind of protect yourself you know, or protect your children. This could also be protect your inner child, right? So, you know, yeah, because it comes across as kind of triggering, right? So like if you've dealt with like a, um, an abusive mom, right? And then you've never really gotten healing from that or an abusive dad, right? But you've never really gotten healing from that. And then you find yourself, you know, dealing with or tethered to an abusive woman or male, right? Um, Or just an abusive influence or whatever. It kind of triggers some childhood wounds, right? And sometimes in these cases, if we're thinking about it from a higher perspective, that's a great way to allow these wounds to resurface in order for us to kind of like grab it, right? And the animal crossing thing, you have this net and you got to kind of sneak up on the insects before they fly away. You kind of got to grab it, right? <laughs> um, in order for you to collect them, right? Um, unless they just go away or they just come and, you know, bite you or sting you, right? Because those i t- I've gotten bit twice by a freaking Scorpio. And it's like, I just keep running up on it. I got to, I got to sneak up on it when it's not paying attention, when I, once it becomes aware of me, that's when it kind of like runs up on me and just kind of, and I can't run from it. You know, it just kind of runs up to me and then it just bites me. Right. Shout out to Scorpios. Okay. Anyways, what were we talking about? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, but you know, um, for some, it, it, it might be too challenging to, to deal with having to, feel triggered in that way and it'd be so close to home. Right. So there's this need to kind of want to get away from it. Right. But don't ignore it. Right. Follow the yellow brick road to the land of healing. You know what I'm saying? So that you can get the healing that you need to, to, to get right. All right. Yes. To me, I'm also getting this energy really of that nurturing spirit right? So channeling that spirit of nurturing, right? That spirit of, 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 yes, yeah, like you kind of, you're covered underneath like the, uh, the nurturing, a nurturing loving blanket, right? There's this need to, yeah, I'm just getting like a, a mother's hug or a mother's love or a mother's touch, right? Or just being in that space where it's just like, To me, it just comes across as like wanting someone's attention or wanting someone's love or wanting someone's something, right? That's what I'm getting here. Let's see here. The future, page of coins, the devil, two of pentacles, nine of cups page of wands, queen of coins. Okay. Yes. Okay. I do feel like, you know, there is, there is some kind of assistance, a kind of, to me, it comes across as leaving one situation and going into a space that is more so, um, uplifting, helpful, you know, right. Or either you're going to that place or creating that space. Right? So creating an environment that is more helpful and, you know, it's like, it's all love here. Right? It's like we all help each other. You know, there's no malice. There's no jealousy. There's no pettiness and all that stuff like that. Right? It could be, yeah, I, I feel like it's like you and a set of people. Right? It could be you and the children. It could be you and, and, and a group of some sort. Right? But it's just more, it's like the group is smaller. Right? I think I heard a saying, what is say I keep my circle small or something like that. Yeah. That's what I'm getting here. So we have page of coins here is the devil, two of pentacles, nine of cups, page of wounds, queen of coins. So, okay. Like I honestly feel like when it comes down to this, there is definitely maturation leveling up here, but it's like, you know, we got to deal with the healing here. What because we have the devil here this could be a capricorn but to me it's really just getting this this energy of really just tackling your demons tackling your issues right because that's what is blocking that happiness that you desire, right? And then for you to be able to level up, to mature in order for you to create the environment that you would like to create, that a queen of coins can create, right? So you can have that peace of mind. You can have that establishment of stability and and, and just secure great security. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, in whichever environment you, you so choose, right? But it's like, not without doing the work. And this is kind of like bringing us back to the beginning. In order for us to obtain said thing, we have to do the work. We have to conquer these demons. We have to conquer or or go through these levels, right, to unlock the 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 end goal. You know what I'm saying? And that could be up for whatever kind of interpretation, right? That you that 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 your intuition tells you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like with the two of Pentacles it's like taking it one step at a time there's no rush right so for me understanding that I'm gonna get my ladder in five days i just have to be patient and do and and and, and work to do what I need to do right because I have other things to do like i just bought a new house right and so i had to take out a loan for like a a hundred and $90,000. So I have to work on, you know, stacking up, I have to continue to collect, you know, fossils and, and fishes and insects, you know, for the museum, you know, so it's, it's like, I gotta keep my island nice and clean, you know? And so, yeah, like there's, other things that I could be doing, right? But in the meantime, you know, I, you know, it's going to happen in time, right? There's no rushing the process, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah. And then when the time comes, right, you can just dive into whatever it is that you've unlocked, right? And so, uh, yeah, that was the last cringe for tonight. I do apologize. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with the advice from spirit. All right. We're back. So we have here whispers of Lord Ganesha. So what is the advice? What is the advice? Oh, it's a full moon. It's a full moon. Happy full moon, everyone. All right. Why does it always have to fall? My goodness. All right. So we have here protection. Oh! Sorry. (laughs) Lord Jesus. All right. Let's see. I wanted to say Lord Jesus is the fire, but then I would have kind of scared myself. So I was just like, let me not... Do it, but yes, here we go. None other than the protection here. Let's see, protection, protect your energy as you lift your vibration. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys. I wish you guys could see the car. He is definitely flying. Okay, he's definitely flying, flying above these mountains, flying above. Your haters. All right. All right. I did say I was going to stop with the cringe. So let's read. As you continue on your spiritual path, you begin to lift in vibration and frequency and you continue to experience new levels of love and light. Your energy body undergoes an essential transformation. These changes in the energy body require that past pain and limiting views of self be released. What, what did you guys, what do we, what do we, all right. I um, mean, yeah, you heard me. <laughs> When this happens and the pain comes to the forefront of your experience, it can definitely feel like you're taking quite a battery. Ask Ganesha to surround you with his beautiful energy at this time. You may envision this energy this energy as red, yellow, or white in color, or in any color that resonates with you. Imagine this energy is filled with love and light. It is said that Ganesha oversees the angels of protection. Ganesha's light energy serves to release any negative energy within its field into light. Visualize negative energy entities and memories or stuck energy being released from your spirit mind and body. When previous pain shows up, it may not be a clear cut memory of a particular past or event or feeling of fear. Did we talk about I feel like we, did we talk about that or did we talk about that yesterday? Okay, let's, let's read this again. So when, pre, when previous pain shows up, it may not be a clear cut memory of a particular past event or feeling of fear. Past experiences may be reflected in your current challenges and lessons. It appears in a form that will trigger you now, bringing up resistance and distraction to be dealt with immediately. Keep in mind to respond with love. There goes that king of cups there. There. You are assured that you will continue to grow and evolve through this challenge. There goes all those fives, right? So Ganesha will assist you in protecting your energy for the best possible results, okay? So, uh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I can see. Yeah, this could definitely be like a, a more personal situation. So if this is more so personal or this is more so external, either way, get that protection, right? So let's uh, move on over to the crystal slash gemstone. Okay, let's collect all of them. So we have here emerald city. I'm just kidding. No emerald uh, crystal or uh, okay. It just says emeralds. I don't know why I'm doing too much right now. All right. So spring unity vitality. Okay. So lush and reminiscent of the green of spring emerald is known as the stone of successful love, stimulating loyalty, partnership, and friendship. Emerald opens the heart chakra, healing the auric filled with unconditional love, hope, and joy with exuberance and a lust for life. The emerald is a sign for new beginnings and a fresh step in life, radiating health, prosperity, and vitality. Grow in the direction of your dreams and nurture yourself along the way. You deserve the riches that life has to offer you. Sagittarius, Venus, Mars. We have rose quartz. So love, nurture, romance. Okay, so calling in unconditional love. Rose Quartz invokes a gentle yet powerful feminine energy that nurtures and protects your heart. It can be used to attract new romance and to build closer bonds in your relationships. Rose Quartz opens the heart chakra and heals he- heartache, grief, and any unexpected accept- uh, and unexpected emotions. It asks that you show yourself compassion, forgiveness, and acceptance. Rose Quartz also inspires beauty in all forms. Open your heart to the beauty within you, Taurus, Libra, and Venus. Okay, so we have here Tanzine Aura quartz. So enchantment, cosmic, alchemy. And you know what's so fun? Okay, all right. Well I, I I okay, whatever. Cosmic alignment is here. Tanzanine Aura quartz brings equilibrium to our multi-dimensional states melding mind and body for spiritual balance. With indigo rays vibrating high, this stone heightens the ability to see and communicate beyond this world. Hmm. Okay. So Tanzine or aura quartz gently opens your crown chakra, creating a channel between the divine and the body. There goes that bridge, okay, made from the rare metal indium, this crystal brings mystical qualities to a higher understanding of one's metaphysical abilities. You are more powerful than you think. Virgo, Pisces, Uranus. We were just talking about those superpowers, right? All right. Oh my God. Shut your mouth. Y'all, come look at this. can you, look at this. What do we have here? None other than Onyx. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is, this is so amazing. I cannot. Oh, Onyx. Yes, yes, yes. So autonomy, self-discipline, command. Okay. So tune in your inner commander. Onyx is a strong ally, dispelling loneliness and self-doubt and instilling greater confidence in your decision-making. Face your fears and know that you have the power to overcome them. Onyx's surface represents the passing of time, the balance of the yin and yang, okay? It is a sturdy and solitary stone and encourages you to break free from any unhealthy relationships in order to be autonomous. Know that you are completely capable of making the right decisions for yourself. After all, it's your life, (laughs) Okay, so Sagittarius, Saturn. Okay, you guys, I really just, you know, like I, oh my goodness. You know, sometimes it's not, it's, I'll talk about this afterwards. Let me just, let's, let's finish this. But I will say that um, I wanted to say with alchemy, I did come across that word when I was talking about the seal of Solomon. Because I think you need like copper and zinc or something like that uh, that I guess that's the alchemy or that's the, the, um, uh, the, uh, the metals or something like that that was used to create, uh, the seal of Solomon or something like that. And then when we're talking about yin and yang, you know, I was saying to like, what am I talking about with masculine and feminine? Like, what the heck, what was I talking about in, in regards to that? Like, you know, so, like I feel like, you know, if anything, this is teaching me to really just, you know, although I know I feel like I'd be talking all over the place and sometimes I feel like I don't make sense or I feel like I don't know where I'm going with this, right? I just, you know, just anything that I I channel and I just say without really having my mind like catching up or up to speed or whatever the case may be, you know, like it could just mean like, it, it could just be like key words here and there, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be everything that I say like word for word, take it as like face value, but sometimes it could just be like key things that I say that could mean something or can have a connection. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, like this is actually, you know, this is really beautiful. I hope that I was, I'm able to help you guys, you know, with this, with this reading, you know? All right. So blue lace agate. Okay. So peace, gentle new beginnings. Blue lace agate is your supportive nudge in the right direction, whispering words of encouragement. When you experience self doubt, it opens your throat chakra and helps ease any blockages in your self-esteem. Being seen and heard is a priority. Your feelings are valid and important too. Don't worry about what others will think. Release all fear of judgment and get ready to leave any thoughts of inadequacy behind. Blue Lace agate encourages you to start anew because every day is a fresh beginning, okay? Gemini, Pisces, and Mercury. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. We're going to close this out here with some affirmations, okay, for the collective in regards to this reading. Let's get some really good affirmations for us to close this reading off. All right, let's see here. We got a bunch. So let's do this. Okay, so I trust the intelligence within me. Absolutely. freaking There are no problems that do not have a solution. There are no questions without answers. Can I get an amen? Can I get an ashe? Okay, so I forgive myself for any wrongdoing. I no longer judge or criticize myself. I am free to love who I am. Absolutely, of course. I am in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. You know this. We know this. I see myself healthy, whole, and living in a society where it is safe for me to be who I am and to love others. Of course, absolutely. I was born to enjoy life, right? I am a beloved child of the universe and have been given everything I need for every experience I shall have, right? We All, we, all the tools is here. It's, it's, it's in the algorithm, it's written, you know, we just got to unlock it. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, we're going to close this off with, I have the power to make change. Okay, every habit and pattern I create serves me in some way. When I am ready to let it go, the universe helps me to release it, right? Exactly. Um, I feel the need to Millie Rock, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling really good. You know, like I hope I was able to help you guys out in any way, shape, or form. You know, like I I'm sending positive vibes. I'm sending protection your way. You know, um. Yeah, like <laughs> this is, you know, do what you need to do in order for you to to get to that uh space as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, I did forget to do popsicle sticks. Okay. Oh my goodness. So I'm just gonna pull some here. We have discuss lazy, discuss and lazy, lazy discuss. So maybe someone really just have have to stop being ha- stop half assing conversations, right? And just like you know, just telling it for you know being honest, you know, say telling it for 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 what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, or maybe someone needs to have a conversation about being lazy you know what I'm saying? Let's just, let's just move in truth, you know? Oh my goodness. Okay. So with all that being said, I am going to talk to you guys later and I hope you guys have an amazing night. Get some rest, you know, get that healing, you know? Um, good luck to you guys on, on your journey until next time. Peace.